Hey, I want to tell you real quick about a free video series that we created for people who want to become an online nutrition coach. These videos address people's fear of not being able to get results for their clients, imposter syndrome, as well as the fear of just not being able to get clients in the first place and make this work. We also talk about why now is an enormous opportunity to become an online nutrition coach in these super stressful and uncertain times. So whether you're already a coach and just want to get better or you've never coached but are super interested in it, check out these free video series at workingagainstgravity.com slash free training. Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. So have you heard of the coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Um, today we have, we're doing an episode on the coronavirus, on quarant- being in quarantine, and I think we're feeling a huge mixture of emotions. We're feeling, uh, I, I can speak for myself, I'm feeling some fear, some anxiety about the future and all of the uncertainties. I feel some anger. I also feel a little bit of excitement and like aliveness in how people seem to be showing up for each other. Like we, we, we walk down the road at times and obviously keeping 18 feet between us. Um, and people are looking each other in the eyes more. There's a little bit more kindness and that's, that's exciting to me. Um, so I'm feeling all of those different things. How, anything to add there? I'm also feeling so many different mixtures of emotions. I have good days, harder days. Um, and I'm also feeling a lot of positivity and hopefulness. There's often when really hard things happen, there's some really good things that come out of it. So I'm really trying to focus on the positive and not read too many articles about the doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've read enough. So, um, just also reading about the good things like the climate changes that are happening and the communities that are coming together and um, really connecting with as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. I also feel uh, a lot of sadness for people that are suffering right now. Uh, a lot of people are losing their jobs. You might be one of them. Um, and people are, there's a, a wide range of like, freak out and fear. And some people are causing themselves like undue suffering by being on social media and just like getting super paranoid. And that Mm -hmm. makes me sad. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to share with you some of the things that we're doing to keep our own sanity. Um, Some of these things we've created ourselves, some we've stolen from others. And um, we would love for you to reach out to us and let us know what you're doing as well. Um, also, just let us know if you need any, any support. So before we get into this, um, I'd like to just hold a moment of silence for all of the people out there that are suffering, and that might include you. And if you're driving right now, uh, don't close your eyes. But if you're, if you're sitting down, maybe you close your eyes for a second. Take a big deep breath in. <sighs> 
And now let's take one more moment of silence. And I just want you to feel your body in space. Maybe you're sitting in a chair, maybe you're walking, maybe you're sitting in your car right now. Just remember that you are currently safe. You have a body, you're safe. The world's not falling apart. And in this moment, you're okay. Check in with anything in your life that you do have to be grateful for. Even if some things are kind of falling apart, you might your business might be um, struggling, you might have just lost your job. What things can you still grasp on and feel grateful for? These are a couple of things that I've been trying to do over and over the past several days because I will, you know, get really nervous about work. I'll get nervous about family members that I'm really far away from. And I try to get into my body and remember that right now, everything is okay. Um, in the future, who knows what's going to happen, but it doesn't do me any good to future trip, as I call it, um, and to spin out about things that have not happened yet. Well, thanks for that. I'm super grateful that I have a husband who is so practiced at maintaining your mental well-being because I think it has really helped me. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, so before we get into we're we're going to talk about kind of three areas. We're going to talk about mindset, like what you can do to regulate your own mind, your own emotions. We're going to talk about health and fitness, uh, what you can do to maintain your the way that you feel about, about and the way you feel in your body, and then community and relationships. And before we get into that, I want to bring up, I, I kind of posted about this the other day, but this is something that's like really present for me right now, which is that this is in some way, not in some way, this is like the, this could be the biggest event, the most challenging event that happens in our entire lives. And in five years, 10 years, 50 years, we will probably look back on this and we will remember vividly what happened for us, what happened to us, what people said to us, all of those things in this time. They will be galvanized in our minds. And as human beings and, and definitely leaders, and we are all leaders in some way, everyone is watching right now. Everyone is watching how you behave. They're watching um, the words that you use. They're listening to the words that you use. Um, they're watching how you deal with fear and uncertainty, and all of these things really matter. They're going to remember these things. And so the way that I'm looking at this is like, this is my opportunity, maybe the biggest one in my entire life, to be the man that I say I am, right? And it's not, I don't think it's like predetermined, like I'm either gonna show up uh, and be a great person in this challenging time or not. It's a choice every single moment of every day of how I'm going to show up. And I'm looking at it as an opportunity to be, for me, it's like, I wanna be a calming force. I want to be really centered within myself and then help other people get there as well and just be really present in order to make the best decisions, whatever tough, challenging decisions they have to make and I have to make. Um, and so that's my opportunity. This might be the biggest one that I ever get. And so that part is exciting to me. It's a, it's a time that I get to um, practice virtues like patience with other people's opinions and um, patience with myself, uh, overcoming fear, 
strength and fortitude, all of those sorts of things. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I think it's so true. It's going to be a lot like 9-11 when 9-11 happened. And I think every single person that was old enough to remember knows where they were when 9-11 happened and they know how they found out and they know what they did and where they were sitting. And you're going to look back at this time and we're all going to be saying, remember, where were you isolating or where were you quarantining or like, what did you do in that time? And I want to be able to look back at this period of time and be proud of the way that I behaved, Mm -hmm. um, treated myself as well as treated other people. And uh, I feel like you, that this is an opportunity to put all of the work that we do into practice. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening to this podcast, then health, wellness, mindset, mindfulness, that's what you're listening to this for. So that means all of the lessons that we've been learning in the past 50, however many episodes, this is the time that you get to actually put it into practice. Before that, it was all training. And this is the time where we get to actually show up and and perform almost like you're getting ready for a competition. Mm-hmm. And this is the competition. This is when so, it matters. Yeah. This is when it matters. So doesn't mean you're going to be perfect and it doesn't mean that you're ready for it, but it's here just the same way that um, a competition would be here or um, whatever other event that comes up in your life. So um, I hope you guys take that seriously. So let's talk about mindset. Um, I've been through just so many different emotions, uh, especially after reading a million different articles. Adi knows this. I like before people started going into quarantine, um, one night I couldn't sleep and I got up and I mistakenly started reading about coronavirus. And eight hours later, I did not go to sleep. I ended up going to Walmart (laughs) at like 4.30 a.m. to get some food. And those moments have like really, really stressed me out. Mm -hmm. And I've had like a lot of roller coaster, a roller coaster of emotions. And I know people can relate to that to varying degrees. So what can we do right now when there's just like, we have no idea how long this is going to last. We have no idea what the government is going to do. How can we have some level of control over our minds? You want to start us off here? Yeah. So I think the first thing is really just realizing what you can control and what you cannot control and realizing there's this I think it's a movie with Tom Hanks, right? A movie with Tom Hanks, which one? Where he's, uh, where he's the he's being convicted of a, being a spy, and he's sitting yes. he's sitting in court. I forget Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. I think Tom Hanks is the spy. Yes, and he is the spy, and he's sitting, or he's Maybe the he's is he the, the lawyer? No, no, the lawyer or the or the FBI or something. The he's, other guy that says the thing. Yeah, is the he's spy. he's on the side of like whoever's going to be in a lot of trouble. And somebody says to him being, are you, are you nervous or are you worried or are you stressed? And he looks at them when he's in a situation that he probably, most people in the world would be super nervous and super stressed and anxious through the roof. And he looks at them and says, would it help? And I think about that all the time, that scene from that movie where he says it a bunch of times in the movie, I think, where he says, would it help to worry right now? And there is just so much about this that is completely outside of your control. And so just to think about things that are in your control, which is 
what you consume is in your control and how you move your body is what's so in your consume control. consume can be social media, it can be food, it can be news, all of those things. Yeah. Um, how you spend your days is in your control. How you, how much time you spend outside is in your control. Um, there are so many things you can still do and uh, a lot is in your control of what you can use this as an opportunity for. Your attitude is also within your control as much as there are moments where it feels like it's out of control. You can notice it and then come back um, and just take control of what you can and constantly practicing letting go of what it is that you can't Mm -hmm. control. Things that are out of your control are obviously what the government does, um, how long this whole thing lasts. Uh, you, You also can't control other people's opinions or what they say online. And spending energy on those is absolutely meaningless because they won't they don't change anything. And that's the type of thing when we spend energy trying to control things we can't control, that's when we really stress ourselves out. Mm-hmm. So instead, focus your energy on things that you actually have influence over and I think that that can give you a level of security and comfort. It definitely has for us. Number 2, um if you're in a negative headspace, right, because you just read something, someone said something to you, or you just find yourself being really negative in general, bring it back to the breath. Like get into the present moment. Almost every time, maybe without fail, that we're in uh, intense fear, anger, anxiety, whatever it is, we're either living in the past or we're living in the future. And right now it's likely the future because there's so much unknown. So a way to really get yourself centered is to just take a few deep breaths. And I recommend 10 deep breaths with a four second inhale and eight second exhale. That will activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which really calms your, your, your nervous system down. It calms your mind down. It signals to your body or your brain, everything is okay here, right? When you have the time to take a really long exhale, you're signaling to yourself, everything is okay. And you can regulate your emotions really quickly that way. So 10 deep breaths. When you're taking the deep breaths to use that opportunity to pay attention to where you're feeling tension in your body, are you, I notice a lot, like my jaw gets really tense and I um, purse my lips when I'm feeling stressed out and it gives me an opportunity to let go of it. And I didn't even, until I take those breaths, I didn't even notice I was tense there and I get the opportunity to let go or tension in your chest or you feel like you're, you're um, shrugging your shoulders or leaning forward. Just really pay attention to your body and get into this moment. I also use that opportunity to go sit outside. It really helps me to take those 10 Ah, breaths. I love that. Because we're inside so much. So I've had many moments where I just go sit on the front porch or I go sit on the back porch and take my 10 deep breaths where there's wind and there's fresh air and sun if you're living in a sunny place right now. And um, it just makes me feel a lot better. Number three is maybe similar to number one, but instead of focusing on all of the things that you can't do, right? You can't go to the gym right now. You can't go get a haircut. You can't go physically into work. Your kids can't go to school. All of those things, likely, uh, at at the time of this recording, a lot of those things are are the case. Um, Focus on what you can do. And we talk about this in nutrition all the time. Focus on what you can do. So if you can't go in the office, focus on maybe appreciating being able to... Um, work from home for a bit, uh, if that feels genuine. 
if you have less time to yourself because your kids are at home, maybe you appreciate just being able to spend more time with your kids. If you can't leave the house, appreciate the extra time that you have to yourself or other activities that you can do. Uh, for instance, I haven't played music in two or three years and I've been playing every single day now and Babe, loving it. You haven't played music since you met me. So five, five years. years. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like two or three years, dude, you knew me two or three wow. years ago. <laughs> so I'm pumped about that. Yeah. So he's playing music again. I also think this is like, I mean, I always bring things back to fitness just because that's what we do. But when you're in the gym and you're focusing on a goal and you're trying to compete for something and you get an injury and it totally sidetracks you, getting an injury is often an opportunity for you to do things that you wouldn't normally do or that you've pushed to the wayside and you want to focus on, but you just don't prioritize. And this is your opportunity to prioritize a lot of those things. Like I have an art piece that I've been really wanting to finish before our baby gets here. And I'm really going to use this time to finish that. Mm -hmm. uh, it gives you an opportunity to call your parents more or FaceTime some people that you don't usually get to connect with more. Uh, it gives you more opportunity to go for walks outside or hikes outside or read a book that you've been pushing off. There's so many things that you can do right now that you didn't have the time for before. Mm -hmm. uh, Ellie, our salesperson, actually shared this awesome thing with me uh, the other day. She said, I think she heard this on a podcast, maybe Gretchen Rubin, that said, create a Corona, like a COVID-19 list. So 19 things that you want to do while you're on um, quarantine or something mm -hmm. like that, like 19 little goals. I mm -hmm. love that. I yeah. think it's so cool. Very cool. Um, I feel like there's one more thing I wanted to say. A lot of this other stuff is going to also relate to mindset, like the health and fitness, the community and relationships. They will also help regulate your mind. So let's move into the next one, health and fitness. So for us, we, we know after so much trial and error that our health and fitness is not, it's not a nice to have. It's not something we only, we do when everything else is going well. It's a prerequisite to For everything, everything yeah. going well. Totally. So it is, it is non-negotiable that we continue moving and exercising and we continue eating well. And we can't go to a gym. We can't get all of the groceries that we want, but we do everything that we can. So for us, and I got this from a D, is one thing that's working really well for us lately is just moving for 30 minutes every single day. Yeah, and I want to make this really clear because I have a couple friends that sometimes, sometimes they send me a message saying something like, well, Adi, like you're an elite athlete. And I'm like, I've, first of all, I've never been an elite athlete. And second What's of all, point? no, like that, like, um, they think that we're doing so much that they couldn't possibly do. So I just want to, nah. like, we are <laughs> exactly. No. So I just want to clarify when we're saying that we're we're making exercise a prerequisite. This is not, you know, tr doing training that we're trying to make it to the CrossFit Games, or we're not we're not trying to compete at the highest level in weightlifting. We are just mm -hmm. regular mm -hmm. people that are trying to get our heart rate up and to breathe a little bit and to move our bodies so that we feel good. This is stuff that I would tell my mom to do. Mm -hmm. Like we are not doing, and my mom legitimately thinks ironing clothes is exercise. So <laughs> That's a good tricep workout. Yeah. She, like, she does not like exercise at all. So we are doing, we are doing things that anybody could do. And right. um, yeah, it's just, I just want to make that clear. So it's not like, Oh well, a Michael and a D are super fit, or they're like this level that we can't achieve. Mm -hmm. We are. We promise you, we we might want to be some days, but we are not. <laughs> right. Uh, I think a 
a really important thing to consider is just letting go of outcomes right now, mm-hmm. letting go of like the end goal for a little bit. If you're used to being 10% body fat or a, a whatever, a certain body weight or body fat percentage, try your best to let go of that and just focus for now on the habits that you can control opportunities to get things to move the internet like one of the most amazing things that this coronavirus has done has put everything on the internet for free there you could search free at home workouts you're going to get a plethora of stuff out there and in the crossfit community in the functional fitness space you have people like ben bergeron at comp train that has a completely free at-home workout program that's there. I think Lauren Fisher has a 30-day uh, at-home workout. Um, street parking has, you know, two dumbbells and um, like it's one one month or something Brute's like doing that. doing one every single day yeah. right now. Brute's doing a free workout every single day. There are so many programs that are doing free things every day. So there is very little excuse to not know what to do. And then at the very least, Look up YouTube, like a 30-minute easy yoga routine or 20-minute easy yoga routine. Go for a walk. Yeah. Um, just move. Like we consider walking movement for the day. It's anything where you've declared, I'm going to move and <laughs> you move your body. Um, but I wanted to talk about that goal thing we were just talking about, to let go of outcomes. So on the other side of, so if you are somebody, what Michael's talking about is if you are somebody who is always striving a goal and you're actually achieving and you're progressing and you're really like making headway, especially when it comes to either like increasing your performance, gaining muscle, getting like super, super, super lean, that type of things. Like you might want to let go of the goals. But then on the other side, if you're somebody who's really struggled with your nutrition and had a really hard time finding the time to, you know, lose the weight that you've wanted to lose or really dial in the nutrition side of things, this actually can be a huge opportunity for you because you're in a routine, things are going to be the same. There's going to be new challenges where you ha- might have some stress eating or you might have some, what I call eating for, well, not one of our members called it, eating for entertainment. Um, there are other obstacles that are going to come up, but definitely I see this as a huge opportunity to learn about your nutrition, to dial your nutrition in, which can definitely lead to weight loss. Amen. Uh, another thing that's really important to us is that we continue dialing in our nutrition. Um, one thing that I want to make you aware of is our environmental overhaul course. I don't know if it's a course. It's like a, a document, a PDF, a document. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a way to design your environment, which is your kitchen, right? You're probably at home right now, um, to design your kitchen in a way that sets you up for success. Uh, do you want to say anything about that? Like what, what, like yeah, some of the highlights so of that? just being home right now. And I do think it's an awesome opportunity to dial in your nutrition and to achieve goals in that realm. Um, you're home a lot and there are challenges that come with that. Meaning you might be working from home and you might be working from the kitchen table or you might be working from the living room that is attached to the kitchen and there are certain things that you can change about the layout of your kitchen or the way where you put things to make it less likely for you to give in to the temptations of the snacks and the junk and the processed foods or the overeating. Even if all of your food options are really in the category of things that you're proud of, I would definitely like encourage you to still look at this because there is the temptation to just keep eating because you want to procrastinate or you're bored. So, um, yeah, 
that's what I, all I have to say about that. Cool. Um, I'm continuing to track, even though I don't, I'm not like aggressively moving towards any goals. I'm just trying to be as mindful um, and have as much awareness around what I'm eating as possible. I think it's really easy to give ourselves the excuse like, oh, you know, things are so different. I can't go to the gym. I'm just going to give up for now. When access and, to food is a little different for a lot of people right mm-hmm, now, things mm-hmm. like that. And I think it, it's never been more important to control what we can control because that's what anchors us into feeling really secure. Um, and nutrition is like one of the biggest things for a lot of us. I think if not for achieving a goal, just think about if you're one of those people who is struggling with stress or anxiety or fear, think about how much more you'd feel if you were also eating in a way that was making you feel full and heavy or um, unhealthy and you were being sedentary so you couldn't get that energy out from your movement and you weren't feeling like you were taking care of yourself, that's only going to make all of those, it's only going to make everything worse. So really moving your body and feeding yourself appropriately and in a way that uh, keeps you healthy is incredibly important Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, and if you're new to working online, um, we've read a lot of research about taking breaks from work. Um, We've been doing this for quite a while, and taking breaks is not only huge for productivity, but when you look back on the day, it helps you feel like it was a worthwhile day. Um, The best breaks happen outside. If you can go outside and take a walk, that's wonderful. Um, They are best if they're with another person in person. So if you have uh, if you have a partner or a kid that you can take a break with, that's great. Uh, But the one of the keys is to ideally be off of technology, be off of your phone, don't, don't be on your computer, don't talk about work on your break and just really give yourself five to 15 minutes once every hour or two to decompress and that can help you to really regulate yourself throughout the day. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, community and relationships. So in this time, uh, I know that there's the word is social isolation that's being used. Mm-hmm. And I keep seeing people say, it's actually not social isolation, it's physical isolation because we can still be social. That's and a great way to look at it. I do yeah. think that that's true. And so it's really just physical isolation. It's not social isolation. And we can still lean on people. We can still be there for other people. We are still social beings. We still crave community. And we also deeply desire to serve other people, whether you notice that or not, it's just so nice to be needed by somebody to, to have other people rely on us. It's not not only so nice, like right now people are feeling like it's almost a a need, almost like, like the need to eat and drink Mm -hmm. and like have shelter. Like we need to feel like people can depend on us. Yes. And another really positive thing that's coming out from this is I think I've had a zoom call every single day this week Mm. with different members of my community. Tonight, Michael and I, we have a couple different friend groups in Austin. We have our entire friend group is getting on a Zoom call and we're doing Friday night hangout on Zoom. And we're just going to like check in with each other and spend an hour and a half on a a video call. And Zoom is really cool too. We just, I don't know if there's any other better systems out there, but you can put it in gallery view and you can see everyone's face at the same time. And it's just really so fun, mm-hmm. like so fun. And I've done one that was, um, there, there's a, one coming this Tuesday with a, like it's a new moon women's circle. Um, I ha- I'm part of a group of 
a um, women who sing songs. And so we're going to get on Zoom. <laughs> women who sing yeah, songs. they're called song carriers. And we get on, we're going to get on a Zoom call on Sunday and we're going to sing songs together. Um, there's, there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also um, creating our own community Zoom calls where we get on video calls and we just, you know, we can be there for each other. And if in certain ways, it's actually allowing for more connection and more community because, because we're, we're, in this state where you don't really, you don't know you love something until it's gone or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Some, is that what the quote is? Uh, yeah. Something yeah. Like that. You don't know how much something means to you until it's gone. Yeah. And then now that your community has gone and you can't hang out with your friends whenever you want, you don't, a lot of people are realizing how much it actually meant to them, mm-hmm. how much it actually meant to see my friends and to be able to, to be able to hang out with my family and to be able to do those things. So I now more than in definitely since this started has been an opportunity to connect more than ever. So mm-hmm. let's talk about a couple ways that you can be doing that. So first off, uh, you're already mentioning using Zoom. Uh, if you haven't heard of Zoom yet, you can go to zoom.us and they'll allow you to create a free account that gives you, I think, up to 45-minute sessions, yeah. which is amazing. With 50 people, uh, I think. It, it could not be easier to set up. You can use it on your computer, on your phone. But just because you can't see people in person don't use that as an excuse not to communicate with people. So set up FaceTime or Zoom, like coffee coffee dates, dinner dates with people, and just continue to connect with people. That's I think that's one of the biggest. Another big thing is if you look on social media, you will find a huge range of opinions, ranging from people that think all of this is a complete... Uh, mistake, like the the isolation is a complete mistake and we're going to ruin the economy and um, people hating the government to people freaking out and getting angry that other people aren't isolating enough, right? And everything in between. And everybody is entitled to their own opinions. And something that a D and I um, strongly believe is that every human being, every one of us is doing the best that we can with all of the information and resources and conditioning that we have at our disposal. We're all doing our best. We're not, none of us are evil people. We're just doing our best and we're all entitled to our own opinions. Try to let other people have their own opinions without uh, allowing it to influence how your day goes. And you don't need to convince anybody of your opinion. You can have great discussions without trying to force your opinion on top of other people. And I think it's important to know that your opinion is your opinion and it doesn't mean that it's a fact. Mm -hmm. And just because somebody has a completely opposing opinion to you doesn't mean that they're wrong. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have good discussions. It's great that people are talking about the ways that we can grow as a society and we can be prepared because this is likely going to happen again in another way. Um, who knows when, mm-hmm. but that's likely going to happen again. I like that that's happening, but we don't have to disrespect each other. It can be um, valuable discussion and not be disrespectful at the same time. And I just personally don't want to let that energy into my life. And I don't like the way my I physically feel when I'm trying to convince someone of my side or when I like want to shut someone down for an opinion that I don't agree with. How you treat people with different opinions than you says everything about you. And remember right now how you behave and how you treat other people, uh, they will remember that. 
And so try to treat other people with compassion. Even if you have an amazing idea or opinion or stance on something based in fact, right? And it, maybe it's the right answer. The way that you treat people, is st it still matters, right? And some people are, they're not ready to change their stance on something and that's okay. If you can remain compassionate and try to understand where they're coming from, not only can it make you more influential, like give you more influence over allowing them to change their stance, but when they are ready to change their stance, you're still on their team. But if you treat them poorly, you get really angry at them and you try to force your opinion down their throats, whenever they're ready to change, you're just not someone they're, they're gonna talk to anymore, they trust. Just be nice, guys. Be a nice person. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the last thing I think that we should talk about before um, we give you guys uh, our resources is the aspect of relationships, intimate relationships, or even um, roommates, I guess. You could kind of, like the, whoever you're isolated with right now. Or roommates. Um, <laughs> I mean, not intimate roommates or people that, people that you're isolating with that you don't kiss. This is a time where I know Michael and I have been working from home for a really long time, but not being able to go see our friends and spend time apart from each other is definitely uh, adds this other dynamic. And I was laughing with a friend the other day where they were saying something about something along the lines, I don't know, this might be slightly inappropriate, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, Michael's like, I'm excited. What is she going to say? You couldn't possibly surprise me. <laughs> We were talking about how um, you think when you go into isolation that you're going to have more sex, but I bet a lot of relationships that are going into isolation right now are having less sex. Wait, why are you? <laughs> you're, we did an entire episode on sex, and you think that's know. inappropriate? I was just like, whatever. There's a kindergarten um, teacher in there, right? Um, so it's like, what's going on? Like we're in isolation and we're having less sex but we're seeing each other more. And that's because there is not this opportunity to create space between each other and miss each other. And you're also feeling stress and anxiety and fear potentially and anger, which your partner is the only person that you can take that out on right now. So uh, it's really, we have a couple tips for you guys to just like a couple tips. We could probably do a whole episode on this, but just a couple tips on how to get through this without damaging whatever relationship that you're in um, because it is a stressful time and you want to be able to rely on your partner, but you don't want to uh, bleed them dry. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things that, well, what creates eroticism in relationships is like a, uh, a separateness uh, and space. So when we're around each other too much and we're too, we're doing all of the same things and we, we, we feel too close to one another, uh, it can really kill the eroticism. So the best antidote to that is to give each other space. So that might mean, um, you know, one of you going and talking to a friend for a couple hours, the other person going and doing some like hobby in the backyard or somewhere else in the, yeah, in the Mike, house. Yeah, Michael's been walking for his meetings. He's been getting out of the house and just walking around the neighborhood. I've been working out without him. Um, we're just like doing different separate workouts. We're working in different spaces. I'm like, we're doing things as much separate things as possible where we don't physically see each other. Mm -hmm. 
And then on the other side of the coin is it's really easy because we're around each other, we're like we're in the same house pretty much all day. It's easy, it would be easy to assume, oh, we're spending a lot of quality time together. Like we're just always around each other. We don't need to have any like special time. And that's bullshit because if we don't, if we aren't intentional about it, if we don't set aside a, like a special space to connect, then we could have this really shallow, these really shallow interactions 24 7, 360, mm -hmm. well, however long this goes. So, what we're doing is we're still holding our weekly date nights and we're just getting as creative as we can with it. Yeah. So, a couple things that um, we did on our date night was I got dressed up which makes things a little bit more special. I put a dress on, even though I'm home and I could be in my pajamas and we're not going take, anywhere. I didn't take the cue. I thought that was just a maternity dress. No, I was. I wore a full length. It was like oh, no, a it full was length. Sexy. <laughs> it was a full length dress that I wore. I tucked my hair back. Michael likes my hair tucked back. Um, I just like put on a different outfit to, you know, kind of like trigger this is different and it's special. Um, Michael set the table. I cooked dinner and we just like had a dinner together and we already know that we just aren't going to talk about coronavirus in that period of time. We're not going to talk about work. We're not going to talk about bills. We're not going to talk about anything that's going to trigger anxiety or stress. This is sacred. This yeah. is the sa sacred and the secular. This is the sacred time. Sacred time. So we're going to talk about love and we're going to talk about our family and we're going to talk about the things that we're excited about and the things, the, the good things that are happening. And um, then we spent the rest of the evening and it's like, it puts... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see if she was going to be honest. We spent the rest of the evening having amazing sex. This, okay, great. Good. <laughs> I am she's cringing. she's blushing right now. Cringing. Oh gosh. Well, it just sets the stage for you to have an opportunity to have an intimate night. And Michael actually even made that part of the night special. He put candles around our room and it was just amazing. It was music. Yeah, it was really great. If you want some great playlists for intimate time together, reach out to Michael on Instagram. He's got you. <laughs> he has some great playlists. Um and that's just a couple things that we did to keep things special and different from the rest of the day because it would be super easy because we're home. We we kind of like watch more Netflix than we have in a really long time. Mm -hmm. We could have just been like date night is uh, cook a frozen pizza and sit on the couch and watch a movie, which mm -hmm. could be awesome and is really awesome when your life is really busy and crazy to like ground in that. But right now it feels kind of like every other day. Mm -hmm. So... Make it a little bit different. Maybe put some music on and dance together. I don't know. Dance in the living room or I can come up with a million ideas. If you need ideas, hit me up. All right. We did it. Guys, if you're interested in joining us for one of those Zoom calls, we're doing our first pretty soon. I'm not I'm not sure if this will go out sooner, but uh, I think we're going to continue holding them for, for some amount of time. So if you're interested, you can reach out to a D at workingagainstgravity.com. And she'll put you on the list and and give you that calendar yeah. invite. These are totally free. They're just Zoom calls to connect and talk about health, fitness, ask questions, and I don't know. We're gonna just get together and be there for each other. And we love you. And we're you know if you're suffering right now, then we're sad about that. Yeah, we're and sorry. We're sending our love, and we wish you the best. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on Instagram at workingagainstgravity. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.